Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope on day 427 since we've been back on the air. I'm Agnes Drew here with Max O'Brien, and and we need to tell you a story about being prepared. There's no substitute for it. You have to think ahead in this world we're living in now and be ready for anything. Expect the unexpected, if you will. What Agnes is getting at is that we weren't as prepared yesterday as we should have been. So here's what actually happened. After yesterday's broadcast, the two of us decided to head over to Deerfield. As you're all probably aware, that community is far enough away that you have to hurry if you're going to get there and back in a day. As you might imagine from the fact that we're even telling you this story, we didn't hurry enough. It wasn't my fault. That cat was so cute! I just had to coax it out from under the car so I could rub its fluffy little tummy. Nobody said it was your fault, Agnes. I got caught up talking to one of the community leaders myself. We collectively didn't hurry enough. And then we made our second mistake. Once we realized we'd stayed too long, we should have stayed the night. Dr. Clark would have been worried, but she ended up being worried anyway, and it would have been a lot better if we'd just stuck it out and headed back the next morning. But that's not what we did. We borrowed a flashlight and headed back anyway, thinking if we walked faster, we'd be okay. Listeners, something I think it's important for everyone to remember is that now that it's getting into autumn and winter, it gets dark a lot earlier than it did during the summer, and it gets dark fast. Plus, it was cloudy last night, which blotted out most of the moonlight. By the time we realized our mistake, we were at the halfway point, the point of no return, as they say, and the sun was going down at a rate we knew we'd never beat. We started looking around for alternate shelter, but there wasn't anything suitable. There wasn't anything that was known to be safe, and we didn't have the time or the tools to clear a habitation safely and quickly, so we decided to press on. It felt like a mistake, but we didn't have another clear choice. It was so dark, we were actually afraid of running into a tree, even though we had the flashlight and were trying to stick to paved roads. The light wasn't as bright as we'd liked it to be, and... Our eyes dried out from holding them open so widely, trying to let in as much light as possible. I'm just glad it wasn't foggy out. We saw a handful of other people out and about, most of them with flashlights of their own. We didn't stop to talk to them because we were all trying to move as silently as we could. The movement of the lights might have attracted them, although we're not sure. Dr. Clark has mentioned wanting to take some nighttime observations of this type of thing, but we haven't figured out how to do it safely. That said, we didn't want to take any chances. We had to use the light, there was no question of that, but we didn't want to add sound to the mix as well, just in case. There was that one person who scared us to death. We'd already mistaken a few of the street signs for people and were getting really jumpy. And then we saw something else. I swore I saw it moving, but Max said it was just another street sign. Turned out to be a living person just walking along in the dark. They saw us and ran for it before we could tell them it was okay, and we didn't dare call after them, so we'll never know who they were or what they were doing out there or if they made it to safety. We got really lucky and didn't encounter any zombies. We heard a few in the distance, but we moved quietly away from them, and then we started to see the familiar landmarks near the station, and then we were home. Dr. Clark had a few choice words for us for making her worry so much about us, but that didn't last long. She was so relieved we were back, but at the same time, she told us we were stupid not to stay in Deerfield. We all still really take for granted the fact that we 
can't just call each other and tell our friends and family that we're going to be late or that we're safe or, and that kind of thing. It's a hard mindset to get out of. At any rate, listeners, all that to let you know that if you've got to travel, try to plan better than we did. Know how fast you can go and how far in a day, whether on foot or if you've got a vehicle of any kind. That knowledge will help you when you're figuring out where to bed down for the night. Traveling at night is not recommended. That walk was harrowing. It sure was. If you absolutely must go out at night, try to have a good bright flashlight and, if possible, fresh batteries. Those are getting harder to come by, but do your best. A torch might also work, but... I find that carrying one destroys my night vision because there's no way to direct the light. But the best bet is to stick to daylight hours. We hope you got something out of that, listeners. That's all for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, this has been Agnes Drew and Max O'Brien for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.